Oh, shit, tape heads. It is once again time to make us a mixtape. I'm your host, Marty DeRosa. I'm your other host, Paul Farvar. And what we have done here, Paul, is uh, we are going to do a very special two-parter yes. uh, on songs about the end. The end. I, I pictured kind of like a, um, end credits in a movie, like a soundtrack feel, if you will. It was interesting. That's how I, I interpreted it. I think everybody obviously is going to have... I had like... Uh, when we first started putting, or when I first started putting my list together, I don't know how you did it, but I, I had a lot of like breakup songs on yeah. there. And uh, uh, your list, which will be coming next week, you got a couple on there that I'm like, oh, oh, really? I don't oh, do, so I don't awesome. do fantasy sports, but I feel like this is how it must feel <laughs> if it's like, oh, that was going to be my running back. Fuck. Yeah, um, yeah one of my all-time favorite songs. Next oh week. no way, That's little spoiler. Great. But um, yeah, it was interesting. Um, and. Uh, I don't know. What was sort of your, your thought going into this? Well, I when I, I came up with this concept for us, because I knew we wanted to uh, do some with, with no guests. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I wanted to do ones where I just pictured the end credits. Because like, like you said, when I was doing research on this, it was all breakup stuff. And we already did kind of a breakup mixed. This the- is my first list I did just from my head. Oh, wow. Straight. Okay. So I was like watching a movie, and I just started jotting down songs. I had... For my list, I had a couple in mind before the list. I'm like, this song always reminds me of the end. And I yeah. know it doesn't for anyone else, and I have no explanation for that. But that's my list. We'll talk about that next week. But before we do, paulmartymix at gmail.com. Give us your list. And, uh, you know, look, we're sorry we haven't gotten to some of you guys' uh, comments and concerns, but we're, we're busy. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for everybody for all the positive feedback yeah. for the Joe Shanahan interviews. Uh, oh, God. Interviews. He loved it, too. Uh, that was like a dream come true yeah, for us. Yeah. He uh, and and he had uh, Joe's a friend of mine and uh, he had very very positive things to say about you. Thanks. Marty. Maybe I'll be his new man cow. Yeah. I'll fill that <laughs> hole that that man cow Muller uh whack shack For those who don't know yeah. uh man cow uh <laughs> shit on Joe Shannon for requiring Joe, vaccination. I, I prayed for you, Joe. I prayed for you. One and of the comments on that uh yeah, he was saying if how you, he prayed. Which proves the point if you pay for somebody, they can never go against you uh <laughs> politically or socially. Otherwise, uh, you could take your prayers back and they could, uh, you know. Yeah, he, he said that he wanted him because he beat cancer, Joe mm-hmm. Survivor. But uh, I was curious to see what show Mancow was going to go see that he yeah. now wasn't going to see because hey, of the Hey, Mancow, you could have got into that Limp Bizkit concert, unvaxxed, <laughs> unfucking, uh, un- untouched shit. by a needle. Um, and uh, But now, unfortunately, uh, for Mancow, fortunately for people who don't want to get COVID, uh, a lot of venues are saying you have to prove that you had. Yeah. I say. I say, uh, I don't know. I don't want to get into politics, whatever. But, you know. I, I, I won't get political about it, but it's funny to hear, watch the tweets when they did announce it at Chubas yeah. and everything, and people were trying to uh, interpret the law. Yeah. And as a lawyer, that just makes me laugh. Well, it's also like, the like, people. It's a private the, business. The, I know, I know. These are the people who are like, <laughs> if you don't want to make a cake for a gay couple, you shouldn't make a gay for a couple. And then it's like, okay, what about this this private-owned business that wants you to get vaccinated <laughs> if you're going to come in their venue? It's insane. The mental gymna- gymnastics that yes. people have to go through with political stuff on both sides really but right now it's just funny with the vaxxing and i just love when like i mean even like at the limp biscuit concert fred durst is like come on man seriously though get vaccinated or like Corey taylor from slipknot just put out a video that he got covid and he's like get fucking get get vaccinated don't fucking be an idiot and it's like I, i i don't know i don't know how it would go with i was thinking about it are you are you a fan of anything where the person or one of the people on a show maybe or something politically you're just like I don't agree with that dude at all, but I still listen to the show or I like the show. Yeah, I, I always I I try to always 
read every side of everything. And if you look at some of the books I've read, they're like far right and far left. Paul's people. like Ty Lopez. He has a giant <laughs> garage full of books. Remember Ty books. Lopez? No. Who's he that? He was that guy that would be YouTube commercials. And he'd be like, hey, what's up? We're in my garage. i got all my books here. I love reading books. He's like a uh, this like shyster who, uh, or alleged shyster, who uh, like rents mansions in L.A., and uh, and like hires beautiful people to be at poolside. And he's like, no. "This is my mansion, and I got it because I read books every day." I haven't seen. Um, I've read some fun. I got on a, a, a YouTube wormhole about him, which is fun. No, I, I I think that you should read up everything. But then when you start reading the ones that are crazy, you're like, "Yeah, this is why. This is why I don't read." <laughs> I do. But this is funny that this has become a political issue, the vaccination. Thing, yeah, and it's going to backfire for like like Donald Trump has been. Whoa, uh, a, a make me a mixtape rarity first. My fucking dad trying to call me. <laughs> I had asked my dad favorite songs about the end. Um, yeah, I mean, Trump tried to in his recent thing. He tried to uh, oh my God. talk about I never get vaccinated. We would People get, were booing. I know. I know. No, yeah, why are we great. talking about this? I know such a this dumb wormhole for me to go down. I'm so anyway, sorry. No, it's fine. But the hey, Paul, let's end that conversation. <laughs> hey, man, talk about let's talk about your list about the end. Uh, How did you interpret this? Uh, like, I mean, I feel like if you've ever seen the show Detroiters, uh, it's a real funny show. If you like, so uh, funny. if you like, I think you should leave. It's uh, Tim Robinson's old show on uh, uh, with with Sam on uh, Sam Richardson Comedy yeah. Central, and they're they're ad men. They're pitch, you know, they pitch ads to, to companies all the time, <laughs> and it's always rhymes. It always rhymes. It's always like Quicken Loans, Picking Bones. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's always that. And uh, and with me, I'm very much the same. Like songs about the end. Okay, end in the title. Uh, REM. It's the end of the world as we know it. The doors. Yeah. This is the end. Uh, you know. Um, but then I kind of like I said, okay, Marty, let's not be that fucking obvious. Yeah. Um, but there are songs that I I I felt like when I hear the end and music, I go to like breakup songs, which uh, right or just like you know I, I thought too like doing like Johnny Cash, you know, covering Hurt. You know, because um, that is essentially a song about, you yeah. Know, as far as his interpretation through the video and everything, it is about like, hey, I'm about to check out here. This is just yeah. a, a cool song I'm gonna do. Um, but I went with just, and again, I, this is all off the uh, all off the dome here. And um, my last song is uh, is a is a is a tribute to you. I feel like this is. Uh, I think you. I thought you would have got a kick out of the last song. I did. I got okay. a kick out of your whole okay. list. But what, can you tell me the songs that didn't make the list? Because I, I like you, <laughs> was looking for stuff that wasn't death yeah. and wasn't breakup, and that was really hard to do because I, I had all. I here. I have my list, which is like a bunch. Yeah. And then I went back and took things off that were any way related to breakups or yeah. death. Yeah, I had that. You know what I thought? Because we I, were going to do a death yeah. episode. I also ago. like to throw out just silly songs every once in a while. And I was going to have that uh, that hip-hop song. I think the guy's name is Iman or Iman. And he just goes, fuck you, bitch. I hope that yeah, you yeah. die. I thought that was like, well, that's an end right there. You, you don't get back together after that. Um, I thought that. I was like in a silly kick. There's also... A real funny. The streets have a song called I think I don't know what it is, but it's like, uh, it's like draw your eyes, mate. I know it's hard to take when the pain is over, oh, but God. there's so many fish in the sea. And then it's just this guy, the the rapper, who's just like, we can even have an open relationship if we must. Like he's just like, I really need you to be with me right now. Right. Please don't leave me, please, please. Um, so there were fun <laughs> songs like that. Um, I didn't get like too you know too heavy or too like Whoa, yeah this song's about you know oh i guess i, I, mean, I like some of the i feel like may i may i guess a song that you that was not on your list yeah since we're because we're gonna do part two for you so right right let's just get all the what what should have could have okay out of the way. sure 
um, were you going to have closing time on your list? No, absolutely not. Did Didn't that feel make... like a little? No. I feel like when I when I uh, think about like, oh, maybe I'll do closing time. I picture myself as like a, a TikTok video of like a, a kid being like, come on, man, what are you going to be that basic? What no. are you doing here? I, and there's, I can name two other more, three more basic songs that I thought about Ooh, okay. above that. Which didn't make it. Which like, don't look back in anger by Oasis. Sure, I was like, that's a sure. too obvious. And don't you forget about me, Simple Minds. That was okay. kind of like I actually thought about it because that was such an important song for me yeah. as a kid. And then uh, there were different versions of My Way by Frank Sinatra. Oh, I thought you were talking about My Way or the Highway. Oh no. Oh man, I, that's I thought a that that would be a good one. There was like a Ramones. There was a whole bunch of. I think that was a. Those were too basic, and those didn't make my list. But yeah, um, but there were so many. I, I, I had uh, I had twelve songs to choose from, and then I, I went back and, and deleted some of them. But sure, your for your list, did you stick to your tried and true? Start heavy, start rocking. Even after Joe Shannon told you that's the wrong way to make a mix, as a, as a true music expert, <laughs> I just you know what? Actually, it's funny you uh, sounds like you leaned into that. Uh, it's funny. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that because. I actually, uh, through iTunes, changed some stuff. I couldn't change my order. So I was just like, you know what? Oh, okay. It's good enough. I would have I would have swapped a couple, but that's okay. You would have switched what order to what order? Well, when we get to the song, you can tell us. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you started this one very Marty-esque. Oh, baby, baby, baby. And, I, and it's funny because like the end is perfect because this is a song that uh, I was I was waiting for you to have more of this you wanted more just like pump pop pop yeah pop, punk i figured songs and, and i and this song was uh i liked it cool liked it a lot. Why don't you we... know how would you describe this song <sighs> power I, acoustic punk i i think it's yeah acoustic uh power punk yeah all right it's very 2003 <laughs> uh close sure uh, yeah, this is uh, this is off of a uh, 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 Matt, Matt Skiba and uh, Kevin Seconds. Uh, Who's Kevin effort. Seconds? Uh, a little punk guy. Okay. Uh, I can't remember his band right now. Oh man, uh, look up Kevin Seconds. He okay. had his own band, but I think he was in. Um, oh, I can't think of right now. Um, but anyway, they put out this little uh, this seven inch that was just fantastic, and uh, this is my favorite song. One of my favorite songs on it. Uh, this is Good Fucking Bye by Mad Skiba. I love when these drums kick in here too. Hold on. I here we go. This Kevin Seconds just says his own thing. No band. Here we go. Oh, I'm glad you like the song. I I loved it. I put it on my uh, 69 song mixtape, and I gave you access to that mixtape now. Yeah. You haven't. I, I can tell when people download. You haven't. You haven't even looked at it. You can tell. You're a psycho. You can tell. Oh my god. <laughs> well, when you do insane. the when you do the Apple Music thing, you can yeah. make mixes, and then people have access to it. When I put this song on the mix, people 
who have access to it were like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Wow. Yeah. So. Did you get any info on Kevin Seconds? Yeah, I don't know which band you're talking about, but here's the list that I found. Um, seven okay. seconds? Yeah, just Kevin Seconds. Or, yeah, that's really all. I mean, uh, all right. what are you going to do? I don't know. And okay, if I'm wrong, I'm so, so sorry. What, what's the, why this song to start Oh, off? man, this is just like when I was so into the Alkaline Trio, and then it's like, and you did us fucking acoustic. I love acoustic, like punk or punks yeah. doing acoustic songs. It's just the best. Uh, so this was right away. I was like, oh, baby, what is this? I need it all. I love all the songs on it. And, uh, and there were no other songs. <laughs> and there were no other songs. No, it just is all. These are songs that have just stuck with me, stuck in my head. And uh, I never heard this before. I loved it. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I've always, I've, since the first time I heard this song, like, I don't know about any of the songs on your list, but these are songs that just kind of like stuck with me where I'm like, ooh, okay, that's, a, that's interesting. Okay. And this was one of them. I like it. Good fucking guy. And it definitely fits the fits the yeah. brand for this. Uh, I, I I recommend a couple other songs on that. Uh, it's good stuff. Okay. So that was song number one. Good fucking vibe. Song number two is very interesting because I heard this song for the first time when I was a freshman in high school health class, and we were watching like an after school special. I think about teen suicide, and uh, and. Uh, this song played in it and i remember being like years later i was like what was that song and then i knew i knew a couple i knew the main the main lyrics or the main you know the the hook or whatever and uh and then finally i was just like let me look this song up we got the internet here the words in the list i did and then i found it and i listened to it and i was like yeah that's it man that's the fucking song health class in indiana health class lake central high school Uh, (laughs) shout out to the lake central mustangs no indians indians Um, oh boy and um but probably uh, some you know football coach was teaching health or something and just brought in the big uh the big tv (laughs) on the nvcr on the big stand that had the seatbelt on it to make sure it didn't fall and kill a kid um, and this is, this was the song. This was our, our, our main character in the, I, now the next thing, and if any tape heads know what this is, uh, please let me know. Now I need to track down the after school special and find out what this song was, was in. I'm surprised that they could afford this artist. Um, I mean, it probably might've been like, it must've been ABC. Hey, it's ABC or it's an after school special. Like a bunch of people are going to hear it. Who knows back then? Maybe they were just like, fuck you. We're ABC. Sue us if you want to. What are you going to do? No, they don't do that. Uh, but anyway, and I don't know if it was ABC. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, but it definitely was like an after school special or something. And uh, this is uh, this is the song. This is Circle by Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians, who I was like, oh, I know her. It's what I am oh, is what I am and all that. Right. Married. Uh, married. Um, Paul Simon. Paul Simon. I remember as a young dude hearing that and being like, what? You can do that? What? She married <laughs> who? Uh, but anyway, this is Circle. Real sad, real emo. And uh, what did you think of this song? Uh, I haven't heard of this in a while. I was First of all, I'm, I like Edie Brickell. I'm a yeah. fan of hers. Um, I've got a great story I'll share with the, with the listeners. Um, I was shocked when I saw this on your list. Really? I was like, there has to be a story. Dude, yeah. Uh, and that wasn't the story I expected. It's so. just like... But just, it's a great album. And it... it what? Yeah, I'll let you listen a little bit. I, yeah. So, I was a fan of hers. I bought the CD when I was in grade school. Here it is. 
this was what I remember. It was yeah. like so teen melodrama, like could have been in my so-called life too or yeah. something. Yeah. It's a little before that time, but yeah, yeah, when What I Am came out, I loved the video. I used to watch it all the time. I had it on cassette single. Sure. I bought it on CD. It's, it was one of my first Where'd CDs. You get it? You remember where you got it? I don't remember. I don't remember how I got it, but I remember it was one of those things where you're like, oh shit, the rest of the songs won't be good, and they were good. Oh, I good. liked them. But um, I didn't think anything of her for years. This is like the 80s, and then yeah. um, I had to go to a friend's wedding in Cape Cod, and uh, my friend and I uh, were the only single people at this wedding and we uh we fly into boston we rent a car and we decide i just got fucked over by alamo rent a car so we rented a mustang convertible mm. and kept the convertible down rain or shine Fuck yeah. and got all the insurance to beat the shit oh, out of that that's car fun. but then uh <laughs> we go to a we go to a banana republic and the lady that was uh helping us i had a huge crush on and uh i stayed in touch with for years but she had a boyfriend <laughs> she she goes you guys want to go check out uh, a show i go sure yeah we got we got a couple hours to burn before i got to go to cape cod we're in boston mm-hmm. we enter this basement uh and there's a live show private show mm-hmm. the elevator opens the stage is directly it's one of those vip things the like house is, of blues kind of where they used to do yeah, comedy in that yeah, room yeah 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 it's like an intimate show for, you know, like XRT used to do those like intimate Live shows. Live from Studio for, X. Right. Uh, I look to my left and it's Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians. Whoa. We're on the front, the elevator that we got. We had a special pass or somehow we get there and it's Edie Brickell. And I'm freaking out. My friend is like, who's she? I'm like, <laughs> what I am? is like, no way. And we waited till she played that mm-hmm. song because they didn't know who she when was. When she played it, did the whole crowd go, oh, that's who you yeah. are. No, no. I, these were like fans. I think okay. she did a private oh, show. Oh, yeah, that's good. There was maybe like less than 50 people there. But it was the, and then that weekend ended up being like one of the best weekends of my life. We had so much fun. Uh, you know, we got kicked out of a wedding. I, I, I jumped out of a moving car and injured my back and still had permanent damage. <laughs> Um, but all other than that, that was like the highlight. It just started the weekend where I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those, cr-. you know, when you're, you know, I, I think I was like 21, 22, you're, you're like excited to see, you're like, oh, this is going to see what happens. Sure. And it was one of those weekends that like everything, every time we turned a corner, something cool happened mm. or something funny happened. And it okay. was one of those, I think I still have the vi- pictures of that was before uh digital. did you have the fucking yeah. click the camera you yeah i had like 35 like millimeter camera. camera i still have the pictures of us not at that show but like right after because i wanted yeah. to i wanted to wait around and talk to her but they're all like we gotta go like, <laughs> eat it Brickell, dude i noticed um on itunes they do the lyrics and stuff and i had the i had the lyrics on uh my phone and um at the end it was written by and i think she did the the whole deal let's just do the whole band let's not make it weird We'll all split this money. Who knows? They might have all helped write it, but I remember she that. I remember that Billy Corgan interview where he's like, "They said oh. like you got to you got to put your band in on it, otherwise it's going to cause a rift." Usually, it goes. Uh, there's two different. If she wrote the lyrics, she'll probably give the music credit. It's written by yeah. So who knows? But that Maybe was uh, that was a uh, that was that one is probably like out of left field. For for sure, a, a lot of. Uh, yeah, it, where are we going to put? You said you were going to change stuff order wise. What would you have changed in your order? Maybe I feel like this that would have been four. Okay. And then. Were you going to start with the Skiba song though? No sure. What? Okay. Absolutely. I, that's I, what I bookends the, the first and last. Okay. I would, I was just going to throw. So you didn't change your, no. your my, my strategy. strategy. No, 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 no. Cause even after. Cause I expert, think that's a banger song. Like it's great. No, it's it's a great song to start with. And of all the songs, uh, maybe I would have swapped my first and last 
if I had to oh, swap those okay. two. So we're I talking think... about like two sort of groups of songs here. One and five, and then three, four, five, three, two, three, four, sort of interchangeable. It's it's like uh, it's when you're doing something with the end, you almost have to do everything in reverse, kind of mm-hmm. like a talk show where, you know, if you're doing a talk show, you put the best. No, this is first. like your uh, you know you do your set and you got your you got your two big songs or your two big jokes for first the first and, and yeah. last closer. And, I don't know. It worked. So uh, yeah. That was my that was my second song. And, and for those of you wondering, go back and listen to the Joe Shanahan episode where he explains how you make a mixtape. How he ex- how he makes how a he mixtape. makes a mixtape as an expert. And uh, <laughs> hear Marty's brain blow up. But I was I don't want to tell correctly. the guy he's wrong in his own house. You know what I mean? It's just rude. <laughs> he's like the expert. It's uh, it's, it's okay. We can have different opinions, Paul. We talked about we this at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Uh, my third song. Uh, I don't know if I've played this before on. Uh, no. Oh, you know what? I, I played it on another show I was on. Uh, they asked me like you a do love other song. shows. I did. I did. Uh, I did. Uh, one of my buddies. Uh, we broke down an contract. Alkaline Trio oh, okay. album. So and this came up. Uh, I'll tweet that out. Wrestling Cheers. No, Wrestling Cheers was different. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of too many different podcasts. Anyway, you're breaking the, the rules of make us. A yes, mixtape. my buddy Josh's podcast. I'll tweet it out. Um, Is he a sponsor? If it's not, we can't. We can't. <laughs> but they asked me like, what? A, what's one of my favorite? Um, songs of all time and this was this next song was on my no list way. not only is it one of my favorite songs of all time uh but the story and uh and if you're talking about the end this is uh we're going to be playing uh dolly parton's i will always love you and the uh, original the original uh and uh, what's real cool about this is uh the story and if you've seen the um uh the um why do i keep wanting to say kevin nash that's not his kevin name. costner no 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 who does all that ken burns kevin nash oh. is a wrestler diesel pro uh, pro wrestler nwo <laughs> kevin nash big sexy um but um uh the the country music documentary or series of documentaries on pbs um it was uh they did a really cool part about this song and this was basically uh Porter Wagner was Dolly Parton's manager, collaborator, yeah. everything, boss, you know, and and she was finally like, hey man, I'm I'm like breaking out. This is I gotta go, and uh, she wrote this song kind of as like a breakup song, a one last hit for the road. You can produce it, you know, get a little money on it. She ended up, uh, you know, bailing him out Jolene, when he right? needed. Um, yeah, I think it was on. Jolene. And uh, and um, it's just it's just like you know, everyone knows the song, but the story to me is just like, you know, even better. So here we go. A little I Will Always Love You by Dolly Parton. Everyone knows this song. But if you think about People it, People like, don't know the original. That's true. And it is wild. Like there, there are like uh, YouTube videos of people reacting to this song and being like, this is a Whitney Houston song. And they're like, what the fuck? Um, but basically, yeah, it's like a, she's, she's breaking up with this dude and just kind of being like, appreciate everything you did for me, but uh, I got to go. And this is another song that Elvis wanted. But uh, when you sold the song to Elvis back in the day, you he said he wrote it. Yeah. And credit. she's, she's like, like, nah, I can't, I can't do that. And he'll own it and stuff. She's like, I can't do that. It's so good. It's the best. Still, it's the best. I did uh, the show that I did, two, uh, two Guys, One Album, before the this show started. We did the Jolene album, and we talked about mm-hmm. this. That album is so amazing and she wrote some of these songs not this song but like jolene in like 10 minutes yeah i mean there were a couple she was um a there was uh, um I'm, I'm not i'm not sure uh i'm not sure what the songs are 
but I think she wrote, she might have wrote this and Jolene in the same weekend. Yeah. Uh, if that no, you're right. Correct. And there was another song, When Someone Wants to Leave. I mean, there's all these songs on that album. I mean, it's it's one of those albums. It's where a breakup every song, album. Yeah. 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 And Jolene was about the banker that was like, yeah, don't like, please, please don't, don't take, take this, man. dude. I know you can. That's a fun, you know, a lot of these songs wouldn't put themselves in a position like that, I think, where it's like, you're, you look, man, you're going to steal this fucking dude from me. Come on, you can have any guy. Don't did, do that. Did you listen to Dentley Parton as a kid? Or no. was this something later? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, 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 for sure. Because okay. like. Like nine to five was my was, intro to her. She was like on the Muppets and she'd yeah. be on talk shows. And I was a little kid and she had these big giant boobs. So I yeah. was like, well, who is this? And, uh, you know, it was real funny because in that in that documentary, too, she they talk about her look and everything. And she's like, I remember being a kid in my, my small town and there would be like women who had like the bleach blonde hair and, and they would have the little yeah. dresses. No, no, before this. And she'd see them and she was like, everyone in town would talk shit about them. But I was like, that's oh, that's how I'm going to look yeah, yeah, when yeah. I grow up. And uh, and the she rumor is, and like the rumor that. is, she's got a big old big sle- sleeves of tattoos under those arms that you never see. So who knows? <laughs> and I, that's very exciting to me. She's a great human being too. She helped sure. uh, with the uh, vaccine stuff. Sure. She does a lot of cool shit uh, and never gets involved in politics. Kind of Absolutely. one of those things to be in the industry for so long and not know. Yeah. She, well, that's another knows. thing too. Why I recommend that documentary because you'll see a whole lot of these country singers were big old lefties and all these people that say, uh, "Oh, oh no I'll just listen to Johnny Cash." It's like, well, Johnny Cash would have told you to get vaccinated well, and all that funny. stuff. Did you see the This Is Pop, the special on the country? Have not watched the country oh. one yet. Oh, it's really Have good. not watched the country one yet. It's funny. I, forgot, I, I completely forgot all about that that show. I, I will say this, that like this show is one of the things um, brought me more in touch with country music than I, like I used to hate. I always Your say, countryside. Yeah. Like I used to be like, I love all music except country. Like everyone mm-hmm. says that shit now on sure. all the apps, dating sure. apps and shit like oh, that. Oh, do they? Yeah. But I'm oh. like, I'm like, ah, I'm not like that anymore. Yeah. But Dolly Parton was one that. Uh, later in life, I was like, I came to appreciate her and Johnny Cash yeah. uh, when I became a musician. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is some fucking good shit. Now, this next song. But the next one, this on is the other hand. Little Boy Marty. <laughs> I remember burning this tape out because uh, this was this tape featured my backyard wrestling theme song, Youth Gone Wild, <laughs> uh, which I loved. And um, it also had uh, 18 in Life, which is uh, a really fun song and video. Uh, but this song, this song is great because if you were a uh, a hair metal band, and I will consider them a hair metal band, they're on the cusp. Oh, they are for they're sure. They're on the, the cusp of a hair metal band. They're not all hair. They're like um, if Guns N' Roses is a hundred percent not the hair metal. Hair. Would you call Guns N' Roses a hair metal band? They, yeah, I would say they are, but they were legit. See, I disagree. They were like legit. Poison is a hair metal band. Metallica is there's, not a hair metal there's band. There's two types of hair metal Guns N' Roses in between? No. There are hair metal bands that, they it's like a Venn diagram. There's okay, some okay. that are really good. Sure. And then there's some that are just, that's all their... But what makes Guns N' Roses a hair metal band? Is is Metallica a hair metal band to you? No. Okay, then what makes Guns N' Roses a hair metal just band? Just because when that they first... a little pretty and has no, his hair. If you if you look at that Appetite for Destruction album, mm-hmm. and you look at what they were all wearing, and then you put all the other bands like Britney Fox and all that shit at that time, they you'd be like, oh yeah, you want to say one of these things doesn't belong here, because they all belong in that category. Hmm. And they wore makeup. Uh, yeah. But they were legit. This band, uh, I've I, well, I you know... I'm not a fan of, uh, well, let's play it, and then this is. So what would happen with these hair bands, hair metal bands, or just metal bands, but mostly hair metal bands, 
is when they put out the album, you'd get maybe two or three singles of, you know, this is our fucking rock song and this and is who we are. And then you get the power ballad. And well, you, sometimes it was reversed, but yeah. I mean, they always Extreme, established themselves yeah. as the band and then they did the power ballad. And do you remember that um, that commercial for the, uh, the the taper CD of all the power ballads? And they would go, because every bad boy has a soft side. Oh, and no. then this would be one of the songs. You don't remember that commercial? I don't remember the commercial, oh, but I God. know that there's... It probably played every commercial break during pro wrestling in the early 90s, late 80s. What I don't understand is they still have these commercials of like the best of 70s or yeah. Yacht Rock and yeah. stuff like that. And they're yeah. selling these CDs online. Yeah. like where... Old people. Oh, really? Yeah, like, it's just oh, old people who don't want to go online and put a mix together. They don't know how to go online and put a mix together. Yeah. To them, it's like me. Like, the idea of, like, editing a video and putting it up on YouTube, I'm like, no, thank you. That's how they <laughs> feel about making these mixes okay. that we make. How many albums do you think typically sells in one of those infomercials? Like, the one I always see late at night uh, is the one with Kevin Cronin of Ario Speedwagon. Yeah. And the other, like, they, what, do they sell, like, five? You think it's, like, 100? I bet it's more than you know. If any tape heads out a there lot have of them are parents or, or like uncles or grandparents that buy these CDs and stuff. I mean, look at all those like now that's what I call music and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I have a feeling and they're probably just sitting on these. So it's like a lot of them are people that make the decision yeah. and then they regret it. Right. The commercials like old, drunk or yeah, the yeah. Com- yeah, it comes in the mail and they're like, oh, but also and you watch a lot of me TV or my TV. What is it? Yeah, my me TV? TV. And it's like, look at all those commercials. Yeah. It's all like, you know. We have an ad, we have a, a call us and we'll call you every day and tell you the time and temperature. It's like, or you could just look at your phone. <laughs> we'll do it for you. You're old. You don't want to look at your phone. Uh, so here's a little "I Will Remember You" uh, by Skid Row, headed by the Sebastian. wonderful Sebastian Bach. <sighs> this fucking Paul, I was heartbroken as a kid, and this song just I I don't like that. I can't remember who just broke my heart back then, oh. but oh oh, I thought you said I was. No, you were. Come on, baby. Uh, that voice. Do you remember the book, uh, I Want My MTV, where they talk about Sebastian Rock or uh, Sebastian Bach? No. There was oh. a story where oh. like, he was just hooking up with women like yeah. during. I mean, this guy. I mean, he's I mean, a beautiful he was man. Be- a beautiful man or woman. You looked at him. He, he defined gender. Yeah. Or, or uh, I mean,. There I think was, he just played. They just did a show recently. Probably. Somewhere. He's always fighting with Chris Jericho online about if Jericho actually sings or, or uh, uses really? like Pro Tools and stuff or um, Auto Tunes. Yeah, it was. One, this is one of those bands I could never get into, and a lot of people at my school got into hair bands, and I, I got on the cusp a little bit, like with Molly Crew and Poison. <laughs> but like this band, I was like, that's where I draw the line. I couldn't oh, stand any of their stuff. Oh man, I love this so much. Really? I just love these sappy fucking metal songs so much. They have such a soft spot in my heart. <sighs> and just so like, bad. I mean, just like, so cheap. And the lyrics are just. Does like, this remind? Like, this takes me back to high school and like eighth grade, where we drank the worst beer. Yeah. And this would come on, and it would be a fight over like, all right, we've heard enough of this shit. Like one of our friends, Ryan Tanabe, loves hair metal, and we're like, "No, dude, that's enough. We got to go listen to yeah Pearl Jam or, li- or Live or whatever uh, is popular." And this was wild too, because like you said, you know, this comes out, and then a couple years later, you get, you know, you get your grunge and stuff, so it, it dates right, this right, music right, right. a little bit. But you know, man, this to me is just like I thought he was cool. I thought the band was cool. I thought. 
like because they were opening for Guns N' Roses. I'm like, well, clearly if Guns N' Roses, they're opening for them. They're cool. Yeah. He was getting in trouble. He was a little problematic. But I was a little kid thinking that's cool. What do you, you mean know? problematic? Oh, he he, much like Axel, he said some derogatory oh, things did he? and stuff like that. that. I mean, he was, you know, I'm sure he's talked about it. Um, but yeah, you know, I I mean, it doesn't. You're in Indiana. This yes. Skid Row is going to be Huge. very popular with Huge. the kids. Yeah, and all the cool. So it you makes know. sense. I went to, I went to a very. Uh, I went to a, when I first came in, uh, a very heavy metal junior high in high school before grunge mm-hmm. came in. My my, my junior high was uh, man the metalheads. There was a lot of metalheads back then. Yeah, real lot of metalheads. Like I remember just no, being it like, was it was a big part of yeah. our of our and school then, too. Uh, Obviously, grunge hit in high, high school. school too. Yeah. yeah, high high school hit. Yeah, um, when when grunge hit, everything changed. Yeah, and the the blaze was all. I would listen to the blaze because I just liked how one zero three five the blaze one zero three five. I just yeah, wrote it down man. while you said that. That's funny, but um, yeah, doesn't this is a not a surprise that this is on your list? <laughs> so but, I would have um, put that at. at uh, I would have put that two. Uh, no, I would have put that at. Uh, yeah, maybe two. Two or three. Okay. Two or three. Definitely not four. It wouldn't have been in my four spot. Were there other ballads that are like ending wise that almost made the cut, like heavy metal wise? Uh, or, or hair metal wise? I thought you were for sure going to have like a Metallica song. Like they had that song. Um, what's the song? I think it's called The End or yeah. some shit. Um, there's a. There's a um, uh, a cover of The Doors, The End, that they used to play on oh. wrestling a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, like I said, I just kind of popped these songs out right away. And okay. I don't know how I remember you was on there, but it was just like, I think I was thinking about breakup songs. And that was like, I just remember being yeah. in like, uh, you know, sixth grade or something and just like cranking that and just being like, <laughs> fuck, my heart is broken. Last songs for you, Paul. End of the line. A boomer anthem. Uh, this is just VH1. This is just <laughs> who are all these old guys and why is everybody sucking their D's so hard? I remember. Oh my God. Yeah. When the Traveling Wilburys came out, I wish I could go back and remember. I mean, I watched like an old like MTV, like I think it was like an MTV like Year in Rock or, or when they were talking about like. And then the super groups this year, and there was like Damn Yankees, but that was like the the metal, oh, like yeah. the more rock super band with like John uh, Waite was in there all those. No, yeah. no, 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 no. John Waite, he wasn't in fucking. What was he in? Damn oh, he Yankees. was in Bad English. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and um, this was the who was in Damn Yankees? Fucking uh, who who's the uh, um. Uh, who's the the rock guy who uh, everyone hates now because he's a fucking All right, well, weirdo? Go ahead. What uh, were you gonna say about trouble? Who had the young wife or young girls back in the day? He's not a lead singer, but he's uh, Ted Nugent. Oh, Ted right, Nugent, right, a couple right. other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was the old guy, and there was a bunch of yeah. yeah. Okay, so, you're right. I'm so, sorry. but this was the Traveling Wilburys was, and you'll know better than me. Um, you had people from the, the Beatles, Beatles, George Harrison, George Harrison, Roy Orbison. Uh, who's the one guy who had the beard and the dark glasses? Uh, from ELO. Yeah, okay. That was the one guy who I'm like, who the fuck's this guy? Still to this day, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I never, <laughs> I never invested enough to find out. Um, but this was that time where these dudes were kind of... And don't forget, Bob Dylan. And Bob Dylan. And, it, and Tom Petty, who I oh, loved yeah, Tom right. Petty back then. So this was like, I knew, who Tom, I knew who Bob Dylan was. And I remember, this is so funny and such a, like a little kid move where it's like, I like George Harrison because he did those fun songs of like, I got my mindset oh, yeah. on you. To me, I was like, you're you're cool yeah. for that. But then it was like, oh, that guy was in the Beatles. And I'm like, okay, sure. But um, 
they did their songs. Um, this wasn't the first. I think the first handle was handle with, care. with care, handle right? with care. Yeah, and and I think Jeff Lynn from ELO was the main guy that created this whole thing. Sure. Remember, Roy Orbison just had a, a Pretty Woman second rising yep, with Pretty uh, Woman. George Harrison had a second rising as the third Beatle, even yep. though he, in my opinion, he's the best Beatle. Um, and and then, uh, Tom Petty was on fire. And, and Tom Petty was on fire. So they created this. I mean. It's crazy at the time to think about it. And Bob Dylan was like not the biggest one there, no. surprisingly, because yeah. in the 80s he just kind of like yeah. was doing his thing. But um, I remember that. I love that song, Handle With Care. And then yeah. I bought the album and I hated the rest of the album. I could imagine. Uh, but this was one song that I remember when it was on. I you was liked like, it? I was like, oh, I like this song. Okay. And then when I when I thought about and and I was like, end of the line, I'm like, I got to. This just because to me, I just thought it was uh, it was just like – you know, whenever these like all-star teams are out there and everything. And it's just so funny too, as a little kid being like, who are these old guys that yeah. everybody's just going crazy about? I remember, uh, well, I was a huge Beatles fan as a child. And then I was excited that George Harris, I loved that he was in the band, but I didn't like Tom Petty as a kid. I hated him yeah. because uh, I just, I never got into really? it until later in life. Really? Yeah. We talked about it before. Oh, I just, my dude. I couldn't stand it because I just didn't like his voice. I felt like he was like, he had like that twang. But weren't you fascinated? And the, and this is probably why Now I guys, love him. But as a kid, weren't you like, who are these old people? I knew who I knew who they were because my brother was fans of that. Yeah. And Roy Orbison had just blown up. It's so weird because, and I didn't know he was blind or anything. I'm just like, why is this guy? And my brother's like, he's blind. That's why he wears glasses. He's not blind, is he? Isn't he blind? No, I don't think so. Please look that up while okay. we're talking. I feel crazy if he's not. <laughs> Your brother lied to you. Maybe this whole he time. had issues. I don't know. I thought he was blind I mean, he the has, whole time. He has this like, wild. I think he has light sensitivity. So, so uh, like my man Eric Church. Uh, so uh, people were like, "Why do you wear glasses?" Like, I have an eye, an eye thing, a light thing. Um, but I do remember, like, at this time, being like, figuring out, like, all right, these old. He doesn't. He's not blind. Height. No, it's urban myth. <sighs> what? Oh my god, uh, that's wild. I fucking thought he was blind this whole time. <laughs> he Holy just, of his shit! Pension for wearing dark glasses. Oh my god, he, I got worked. I think he has poor. He has poor eyesight. Unbelievable. He's thick corrective lenses. Unbelievable. From age. So, uh, but I do remember. Figuring out at a young age, like, oh, these older guys put younger people in the videos, but the younger people are the stars of their videos. I remember being very aware of that. What do you mean? Like Tom Petty, when he would sing a song, he was like the roadie, and then Johnny Depp was the star of the video. Oh, yeah. Well, you that know was later. Mean? That was like early 90s, right? I mean, you're talking about like a couple years after this song, he okay, put yeah, out yeah, yeah. Free Fallen, and it's and like these guys put themselves in all the videos. Well, they just stand around in a circle and well, sing it's these songs. All right. So here we go. Here's the end of the line by the train. Were they in a train in this one? I couldn't even tell you. Probably. Electric 12 string guitar. And this to me is just like <laughs> so VH1. So yes. nostalgia, boomer nostalgia, just like, because they always would have these lines of like, remember the good old days? And I just thought it was such a like, to me, I just knew right away. I'm like, what is going on with this song? Well, but for, I liked it. It was my first introduction to Bob Dylan because you'd hear people like comedians I'd watch on TV. Yeah. They'd make fun of Bob Dylan. I'm like, what? what is that? I don't get it. And yeah. then you'd hear his voice like, oh, yeah, I get it now. I remember when he did uh, when Live I, Aid. When I saw that definitive history of rock and roll that was on PBS back in the day, that's where I was like, okay, this is all starting to make sense. Yeah, but it was funny because like, I, really, I never really knew a lot about Bob Dylan until yeah. this. This was like my introduction. And this song, if you think about it, is a lot like 
the hip hop songs we have today, where there's these big lineups and they're like, who had the best verse on here? Was it Petty? Did Petty <laughs> steal the show? Because I feel like that's not the same. Yes, that's it a is. Stretch. Yes, it is. Because I remember with Handle with Care, Roy Orbson steals the show. He steals the show. Oh with yeah. Them. Oh and yeah. Because he's got he gets the signal yeah. the chorus. Yeah. And uh, or with the, the lick. This is this is all Petty, and I was I like Tom Petty out of everybody the most in this. So I was like. My guy, my guy's the star of this song. You think that they, you think that they switched up, like purpose, like you get to sing that one, like, you know, like they had that. There was another project where they had the basement tapes. Did you see that? Yeah. Where they had like the singer of uh, Dawes, the singer of uh, all, all the bands locally mm-hmm. or, or not local acoustics on. They were called the basement tapes. They were really good. I think like absolutely. And I, I do think there was there's got to be like a little rivalry and a little the Mumford and Sons singer got like the big hits on the songs as well. Oh, yeah. But yeah, this that was that was they were trying to emanate this thing. Although this one that was covers of uh, of an artist. This is all these guys yeah. wrote these together. I think Jeff Lynne was the main dude because he was the ELO, ELO guy, and I was like, ah. Hey man, still to this day, I'm like, okay, sure. He's a I mean. He's like one of the most respected guys. If you go, if you watch the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I know, he's always I know, there. I know. There's so many. He's like G.E. Smith from the uh, Saturday yeah. Night Live band where you're just like, who the fuck is this guy I keep seeing? Jeff Lynn. He looked like my neighbor. Uh, yeah. That's another reason why I was like, wow, that guy looks like my, my neighbor's uncle who would always be coming around in his Corvette. He was like a wild dude. Um, but yeah, it was just, this is just like a, a harmless <laughs> boomer song from the late 80s. And uh, I don't know. I don't know why it just stuck in my brain. And I remember it was like always on VH1 one summer. And I remember all the like, you know, like MTV would kind of be like, are we going to play this? And it's like, <laughs> it just feels weird. But like you get like your Kurt Loaders being like, oh, my God, this is just an all star team. And you have it's just amazing. and so good. And you're like, I don't know, Kurt Loader. These guys kind of, like I feel like that was how uh, Rolling Stone was always like. Oh, like Jackson Brown. You gotta listen to Jack. And I was always just like a kid being like, I'm not listening to this old dude. You guys gotta stop pushing him on me. Yeah, man. They, I'm they fucking done. This pretty hard. Yeah, but, but it was a big thing. It was a, I imagine. It was um, a year when, I think it was like 89, right? Or something like that, where yeah, everything else was like, be. this was the only thing that was like one of these things that doesn't belong here. They were like all oldies, and there was all these new artists that were hot and bought, like hot and getting big. Like the pop scene. Yeah, and it was like... These guys were selling more albums. But the real (sighs) star of the year... yeah. I like to think, too, though, like this group, though, if they went out on the road, which I'm sure they did, that everybody was pretty chill and every there wasn't a lot of ego. You know what I mean? There might be a little like, hey, his his mic was turned up a little more than mine or something like that. But it's like... I don't remember hearing, and I haven't heard like the the the, the, the lure of like yeah. oh fucking petty hated Dylan and Dylan hated fucking no I think Beatles, these are all dude. friends yeah. that just fucking they were all like uh, wanting to make good music and it is just weird to just be like clearly they could all do their own thing but they were like what if we all do this thing and it's a little risky too it's just kind of like what if nobody likes our project that we all do together there was no risk they probably they knew know, that they had hits on their hands people must have lost like i would it like, wasn't a money grab though i don't know i Maybe would like was. to no i think it's just due to enjoy their yeah. each other's company and playing music with each other like uh um tom petty you know played on other people's stuff he would be just like in a room like i'll play on that and it was just like there's cool stories like Are that they all all dead except for uh bob is jeff lynn alive i don't know I don't want to start a rumor. Well, I messed up that Roy Orbison isn't blind. So <laughs> Jeff Lynn is still alive. There and you so go. is uh, Bob Dylan. There you go. But the other guys are. Um, yeah, unfortunately, gone. Petty. But yeah, I thought this was like, to me, I was, a, I just, I like Tom Petty and I just, yeah. it, it was just like, 
perfectly crafted music and it it just kind of like you know it's it's just uh yeah it's just it was just uh one of those songs that i had thought about and you know i thought what it, what it, if, I, if, if i can't play it on this song on this show what what can i do huh I'm- I, I was definitely surprised. <laughs> I was definitely surprised by your mix. Uh, three of the songs for sure. Uh, Skid Row, Skiba. <laughs> he stayed on brand till the end. Oh, I appreciate it. And I was just trying to, you know, uh, dip my toes in some yeah. in some un- untested waters. Well, you know what's coming up, Marty. Our, our next episode. Listen, uh, man, I told you. Episode 100. I, and I said, Paul, I think you got the better mix here. I okay. think you won this battle. I'm not going to fight. Um, and... Uh, I just, man, oh man, I just, uh, I dig it. You got a good mix. So tune in next week uh, for Paul's uh, Paul's song, a little announcement for the show. And uh, if you got any questions, what's that email, Paul? PaulMartyMix at gmail.com. Will Kurt Loder appear on episode 100? <laughs> oh my God. I wonder if he's on Cameo. Could we have gotten a, uh, <laughs> there's some YouTube shows I watch where they clearly just got like a Cameo and they're like, Hey, this is uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, yeah. and you're listening to, and he like checks his notes, make us a mixtape with yeah. Paul and Marty. Uh, so who knows? Uh, I'm glad that you like Matt Skiba's uh, I did. solo it, it stuff. It made my list. This is a good one here. This yeah. is, uh, oh, that's good. We've already heard that song. This is my favorite. This is uh, The City That Day. We'll leave you guys with this one. And uh, tune in next week. We love you, Tapeheads. Amen. Let this one play for a sec. What the, what the, what this the is Skiba again? This is an, uh, another one of his songs. Oh, that's no, that's not the song. <laughs> hey, what the? Here we go. This is great. And it's a it's a minute and a half. This is the city that day. Love. Is this on that song. same yeah, thing? Yeah, that split. Seventh. 